evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is Wednesday, February 1st, 2017. Can you believe that month of January of 2017 has finally ended? All of the anxiety we had with the with the inauguration and the first 12 days of our new president. Wow. People are drained. Uh, let's hopefully hope that February uh, goes a little bit more smoothly for everybody because otherwise it's going to be a long, at least four years. Uh, we have a special guest this evening. Her name is Natalia Astar, and she is, uh, I guess you would say she's a channel. She's a healer. And uh, she's gone through a journey of spiritual transformation, and she's going to talk to us this evening about her contact and communication with higher dimensional beings. People on Earth are in the third dimension, and there's been a lot written and talked about that uh, we're ready for uh, an ascension. And the ascension could come in a lot of different ways, but it could come quickly in the A lot of people are writing and talking about uh, a lot of the pillars of our civilization as it stands right now are going to uh, get flipped upside down and uh, there'll be a new a new world that we'll be living in here on Earth. But we'll see. Uh, Long term, it's supposedly a good thing. There'll be some chaos, but then uh, it hopefully will be a more peaceful, peaceful world. But we'll see what what happens. There's been a lot of predictions on a lot of things. Remember with uh, the millennial, everybody thought everything was going to get flips upside down and nothing really happened, but we'll see. But I think we can all agree that uh, currently humans are in the third dimension and uh, over time we should be ascending to a fourth dimension. So we'll see how that goes. And Natalie is going to, Natalia is going to explain to us uh, her experience and uh, what we can do to help uh, raise our frequency to a higher vibration so we can live better lives. And that's what Guys Guys Radio is all about. When men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. I started this program after the release of my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, which is kind of like a rom-com, but ultimately it is about love. And there is some energy work that I kind of embedded into the, uh, into the book itself. And one of the characters is a uh, Reiki master teacher, as I am, uh, but I'm not that character. Uh, And from there, we launched Guys Guys Radio, and the idea was to continue to get the word out there to help bridge the chasm of communication between men and women. When we can both be at our best, everyone wins. Better men, better world. And uh, the show began with a lot of uh, dating coaches, relationship experts, and since then it's expanded into wellness, spirituality. We've had different writers, novelists, nonfiction people, people who talk about energy work, remote viewers, channelers, healers, and we're all the way up to a podcast. I think we're at podcast 206 now. So it's been working out and we've got a good audience and a growing audience. And I'm, I've gotten a free education here from my wonderful guests. And I'm really looking forward to speaking with Natalia in a few minutes. Um, let's quickly uh, continue to talk about the whole guys, guys movement, and then we'll switch over and do our Guys, Guys, Guide of the Week, which is our special feature where we take on one topic and uh, it usually mirrors the topic of my weekly blog on robertmanni.com. You can catch catch us on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio, 
Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and shortly we'll be on Google Play. That's Guys Guys Radio. All the podcasts are free. I would ask you if you support the show and you enjoy it and enjoy our guests to please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. That would be a big, big help. It doesn't cost you anything but a couple of minutes of your time. RobertManny.com is my website. That's where the blog goes. We have lots of videos on there. You can catch me at Robert Manny Author on Facebook. Give me a like there. You can want to contact me personally, just Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I on Facebook. I'm always looking for new folks to connect with and spread the word. And also at Robert Manny Twitter, YouTube, Robert Manny Author. And again, the name of the novel is The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. You can probably most easily get it on Amazon or any of the e-tailers. It's in some bookstores, but uh, Amazon usually has some pretty good deals on it. I was very pleased to see that somebody from my high school was on vacation, a woman by the name of Mary Rogers Mahoney, very nice lady, and a friend from high school, that she, she posted a picture, a photo of her on her vacation on a cruise line uh, in the Caribbean reading my novel and saying that it was very entertaining. So thank you, Mary for that. I really appreciate it. Um, and for the listeners out there who have read the novel or are interested in reading, reading the novel, if you're in the tri-state area, uh, I'd love to get into some of your book clubs. And if you have an idea, if you have a book club, uh, we should chat. You can just tap into me, uh, hit me up on Facebook. And what I usually do with book clubs is uh, if everybody reads the book and they like it, then I uh, do my very best to show up at the book club meeting sign everybody's book and we have some fun and some laughs and talk about the process and what the book's really all about. And I've done that a few times and it's really been a great experience. I've met some terrific people. Okay. Quickly, what's going on out there in our crazy world today? As I mentioned, we're into uh, the third week, I think it is second, third week of Donald Trump being president. And it's uh, created some agitator for a lot of folks because they're not sure what to expect. And it's just everybody's walking around uh, you know, with a nervous stomach and uh, except for his supporters. But it's interesting because uh, the way he's behaving is kind of like he has a mandate. Um, but there really is no mandate. It's interesting. If you look at the numbers, uh, he did lose the uh, popular vote. But well, yes, we have the Electoral College and he won that. But he lost the popular vote by three million. So actually more people voted against him. So that's one thing. That's not a mandate. Number two. 20, I think uh, the numbers are 23% of uh, the uh, uh, eligible voters voted for Trump, 24, 25% voted for Hillary Clinton, and 52% didn't vote, which is the real issue. All those people, you know, with all the marching, all the protesting, everything going on, folks, vote. Next time, vote. I do, a, uh, I do a meme now every day. I started in t- the beginning of 2017, and today's meme on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, was uh, about next time, make sure you vote. <laughs> because that's the way to create change, as simple as it sounds and as easy as it is to overlook. If you want change, I know we feel powerless sometimes, but when people get together They can make things happen. And if everybody got out there, if you had 75% of the people voting, you'd have a very different, you could, it might be a very different outcome to this election Uh, or not. We don't know, but a lot of people stayed away. And uh, to me, that's the biggest issue. We got to get out there and vote Um, elsewhere. 
here in the Northeast, I'm in New York City, and uh, we've had a very mild uh, January again. Uh, last year, we did have the one crazy day where we had like no snow, and then bang, we got 27 inches. This year, we really have gotten little spritz of snow here and there, but nothing to uh, nothing to write home about. And now February got off to kind of a mild start. Today it was like 45, 50 degrees, and uh, this is usually the coldest part of the year in these parts. And so far, uh, you know, every day, I look at it as every day that it's above 20 degrees in the winter, that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, if we get through February, okay, unscathed, then, then it's March. And then you were pretty soon we're home free and we're into the spring, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure there'll be some rough weather ahead, but, uh, so that's that. What else is going on out there? Well, we've got the Super Bowl this weekend and for all our guys, guys out there, yeah, you know, we talk about fantasy football. We've had uh, Scott Sweeney, the fantasy football Sherper, as a guest on the show for the last couple of years with his picks. And uh, I've been doing some picks for the playoffs, and I've been somewhat accurate. Uh, I actually picked the two Super Bowl participants last time we were on the air, uh, actually two, two podcasts ago, because there's always that extra week before the Super Bowl. There's a two-week break. But I picked the Patriots and the Falcons, and here we are. And uh, the betting line is three points. New England's three-point favorite. And if you if you just don't listen to any of the hype and the noise out there, to me, you know, you've got the Falcons are young, they're explosive, they got a lot of weapons. But then you've got the Patriots. They've been to the Super Bowl with basically the same. A lot of the members of the same team for like nine times it's been. I think Tom Brady's been there like six times. It's hard to go against them when Bill Belichick, their coach, gets two weeks to come up with a game plan. They're tough to beat because he knows how to cut down and kind of corral the the top weapon on the other team. Maybe this will be the year that a young, explosive team just breaks out and just rolls over the Patriots. I'm going to say the Patriots 27-26. Very close game. Uh, But I think New England will pull it out. So we'll see. We'll talk about that next week. Um, What else is going on out there? Lots, but we're into the winter. The next big event is Valentine's Day. We've got a bunch of relationship experts who are going to be coming on the show during the month of February, so we'll get to them starting next week. But uh, let's talk about our guest, and let's talk about higher-dimensional beings. You know, I've been watching a lot of uh, shows on Gaia TV, and there's a lot of things about, you know, ETs and space programs and ETs that are inside the planet and ETs that are up in space and Meanwhile, everybody's trying to grind out a living here on Earth. So it'll be interesting to hear from Natalia and see what she has to say about her contact with higher dimensional beings, what she thinks of them, how she knows they're for real, and what her experience has been. And we'll share some of that and just food for thought, things to ponder. One thing I will say is that, um, you know, one of the, I think, our our goals in life should be to raise our frequency, raise our vibration, not get pulled down into negativity, greed, all of the, all of the things that uh, have us hurt our fellow man instead of being in service. And it's not easy to do. Living the, as I like to say, I'm a regular guy on a spiritual quest, living, living a regular life as part of my guys, guys movement. And you know what? It ain't easy. It's really not that easy because you have to look at abundance in a different way. 
You have to uh, approach your managing of your health in a different way. You have to approach your relationships in a different way. And you have to approach a society that's heavily skewed to certain uh, behaviors in a different way and not get sucked into the negativity. So with that in mind, let's talk a little bit about our spiritual teacher, Natalia Estar. She was born in a small village in Siberia. And after she left home to embark on a singing career, uh, she faced a devastating disease and her journey to overcome her illness introduced her to a new world of deep spiritual transformation and a connection to a higher dimension. So I'm going to bring her on now and I'm going to say, if you want to give us a call and ask Natalia a question, our number is 347-945-5834. 347-945-5834. I'm going to do the guys, guys guide at the end of the show. So let's bring Natalia on now. Good evening, Natalia. How are you? Welcome to guys, guys radio. Hi, Robert. It's so great to talk to you, finally. Yeah, uh, we've exchanged some emails. I kind of stumbled upon you uh, on Facebook, and I said, you know, she sounds really interesting. I'd like to get her on the show. And then it, I've been just out of coincidence. My wife and I kind of got, we we took a trial on Gaia TV, and we've been watching a lot of the programming about uh, disclosures and things like that. And we're like, wow, this is really fascinating not making any judgments on it. And, uh, and part of it is about higher dimensional beings. So I looked at my, you know, who's my guest is this week. And I said, wow, this is the week Natalia's on. What amazing timing. So welcome to the show. And for the sake of our uh, audience, please uh, let us know kind of your background, how you got to be where you are and been being in contact with higher dimensional beings. And what was your journey that led you to where you are right now? Well, in my bio, you pretty much sum up it all that, um, you know, things like seems like a coincidences or it seems like um, heart um, illness that I had to face actually bring me to the point where I am right now. And um, I've learned in life that there is no coincidence. Absolutely not. Everything is divinely orchestrated and I am where I am right now. Um, And I now actually thankful and grateful for all the obstacles I had to overcome in my life before. Now, uh, what was kind of the tipping point where um, you were ill, I guess, and then you started to make some energetic breakthroughs and ultimately you've been uh, in contact with some quote unquote higher dimensional beings. So for the, for the benefit of our audience, as I mentioned earlier in my introductory comments, you know, we're humans are currently in a third dimension. Could you just explain to everybody, you know, what's the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension? And the second part of that question would be when you're dealing with the beings that you're dealing with, how, how do you know which dimension they're in? Yes, well, my own breakthrough was when I actually had to um, deal with the illness and find a way to heal myself. When I cleans up my diet and cleans up my body, I had to. It's like I had no choice. And um, I was also working with crystals, and I was grabbing those crystals because there was nothing I could anyway there's just nothing I could um rely on anymore and there was no answer the um regular medical system didn't give me any answer so I had to go to unconventional methods to heal myself 
and that's what actually opened me up to connect to the beings on, on the other side. And I also say that everyone is capable of that con connection because all beings are multidimensional, including us humans. Our problem is that we have forgotten our multidimensional nature and have been disconnected from much of ourselves. So the variety of beings out there, which we can become aware of through our awakening, our spiritual transformation, awakening of our subtle senses, the variety of beings is truly amazing. And uh, from nature spirits to angels to extraterrestrials to huge beings and to tiny beings and particles. So basically there are beings everywhere. <laughs> so by awakening our spiritual senses, um, that's what happened to me. Uh, everyone can in inevitably become aware of many different beings and be able to communicate directly with them. And so, uh, the, communication, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. the communication is actually um, that, use, that I use to communicate and is the one that is telepathic. It's although sometimes uh, you can actually hear the words, in, like hear real um, words, a real voice is talking to you. But generally, telepathy involves uh, the transmission of feelings, which then receiver can put into words, much like a translation. But understanding there will always be information lost in translation. Uh, just mm -hmm. like when you're trying to explain to someone an experience you have had, right? Can they ever really know how you felt by the description alone? Uh, not really, right? Can you? It's like you can know mm -hmm. the taste piece of a fruit by a description. You can uh, get some idea, but you can never know until you taste the fruit. So, and telepathy is, I believe, our next step in our uh, evolution because even with friends and loved ones and um, here on Earth, uh, telepathic communication could read the world of so many misunderstandings. So uh, what, tell us about, if you could, like the first time you had your breakthrough and your first uh, communication that you were aware of with a uh, higher dimensional being. The communication was more of telepathic. It's it's like I had mm -hmm. the I had a higher guidance. I had um, constant guidance that seems to be uh, sometimes doesn't make appeal to the logical mind, but would if I follow it, it would always bring me to unbelievable circumstances. That would like how did I know that? And my friends would say, How did you know that? How did you know that? And also mm -hmm. I. Um, foresee things, I could um, see things in the future that will happen, and I would just ask, how did you know that? And um, sometimes when I go into deep, deep trance and deep medita meditations, I actually heard the voice and the words, and that was actually shocking, shocking to me <laughs> at that time Then I got used to it. But now, when communicating with beings in other dimensions, it is sometimes a good idea to save the translation for later because while communicating um, simply you can use the means available and wait until the end to try to put things into words because telepathy and interdimensional communication is based on feelings and the reason most people cannot communicate in this way is that they're not in touch with their feelings Mm -hmm. How, what do you think of the uh, the notion that um, we have to, you know, before people uh, 
I think a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, I'd love to uh, communicate with uh, higher dimensional beings. Now, let's be very specific. Uh, it would be good, I think, for anybody to communicate with a higher dimensional being, but yeah. if they were in, meaning a p- positive, but how, how for the Going? regular person and for yourself, I am sure there must be tricksters out there and for the novice who like just opens themselves up. You could be putting yourself into a world of danger, I would think. Is that true or not? Absolutely. There are some beings that are working with humans here on Earth who are helping with our spiritual transformation, and those include guides and angels and extraterrestrials. But there are other beings that can and do interact with us, but these are um, the main ones that um, I would rather uh, – I would – suggest people be in contact and they can help them with spiritual awakening but the um, the other beings actually um, they are lower astral beings that can interfere with with people with humans and um, uh, some negative extraterrestrials the best way is to ask a being um, you can ask if you have this um, impulse to communicate and or the being wants to communicate with you you can ask mm-hmm. them are you of the light and are you working for the divine plan and they would have to say yes or no if they say no then tell them to go away because um uh, there is a free will in the universe and the beings uh on the other side there um cannot impinge upon this rule so yes and and i would also uh, discriminate at the beginning you would need to discriminate um beings on on of the lower frequency and you will know um, by by the feeling you get around them, how you feel and how they make you feel. The lower astral beings like to scare you, like to give disastrous predictions because they strive on the fear and they like the adrenaline and they like the, the fear that you have. That's what they feed on. So they will try to evoke those feelings in you. And that's how you know. Um, so anytime if you've um, been... Um, even when you go to another channel or another psychic, anytime um, the person makes you diminish about, uh, like uh, if they diminish you in some way or um, you feel fearful after the prediction or after the communication or you feel bad about yourself, about your life that you need to worry about, then you know that you have not been with the higher guide. Uh, You have not been with the higher beings. You you just... um, Exposed to the lower astral um, level mm-hmm. being, there are also now, astral entities and parasites. So now I have uh, I've been to a couple of seminars and I've read Paul Selig's work. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he has his his most well known book is called I Am the Word. But basically, his guides who channel through him, it said that if you say the words I am, I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth that the guides will pretty much help you out, work with you by that's invoking them. And they're pretty much on call for you to do that. And I have actually, uh, I have actually felt physically different when I, uh, when I do that affirmation first thing in the morning, when I wake up and the last thing I do before I go to sleep, what else would you suggest somebody to do? Uh, first of all, do you think something like that works? And secondly, what else can somebody do to uh, invoke uh, uh, guides to be in a position to be helpful to them? Well, it, depending on your level of awakening, you may um, 
uh, feel or may not feel their presence, but you can invoke them. Um, it's um, you can simply tell them that you desire things like I desire to be free from all past conditioning, and tell them um, and incarnate my higher self and ask. Uh, angels and guides to help um, you to do that. Or you can say, I desire to remember who I am and to clear all that is not truly me. Or I desire spiritual enlightenment. But make sure it is from the heart because um, as well as telling them what you want, ask them to help in any way that they can as long as it is in accordance with your highest good. Because again, um, like let's say guides, they are... um, they have agreed to help you from the other sides, and they are working for your highest goods. So guides are usually other beings who have been incarnated as humans before. And that's what is distinguish um, uh, guides from angels, because um, there are some other opinions, and I know that that's the way I've been explained that guides have lived the life on earth. They know what it is feels like to be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they are just like us, except they are not incarnated while they're your guide. And they may or may not incarnate again on earth, but generally they have incarnated at least once before. And that's why they're fit to help you, to guide you, because they know what it is to be here and they are not uh, currently incarnated. And they are essentially residing in their light body in, in high dimensions. So they have a much broader view of reality, and they are not distorted by their emotional uh, body and by their mental body, like we humans. So they can communicate with many levels, beings, and dimensions clearly and with this. So they have agreed to help guide you, and they are in contact also with your own higher self, and they know your purpose for incarnating on Earth. They know a lot about you and your future, and they will help in whatever way they can for your highest good. However, they cannot help you if you do not want them to, or if what you ask for is against your higher self purpose. And again, all beings in higher dimensions respect your free will, and it is a rule that they may not impinge upon. And if you ask them to help, you, they will certainly do all they can, as long as what you ask for is within your highest good. Now, how can you? Uh, that's a that's great. Thank you. Um, how can how can you uh, for the for our audience? How can we ascertain what is in our higher good and what isn't in for our higher good? For instance, let's say uh, you know I'm building this. Guy's Guy brand with a positive message out there and I want it to be worldwide and I want it to prosper and I want to be able to provide for my family based on it and I want to spread the word through a lot of different mediums of television and movie and books and radio and podcasts and blogs and all of this stuff and alliances. How would I know if I believe it's the right thing for me, but how can I confirm that it is while working with a guide or would I work with an angel? Well, you can certainly ask your guide to help guide you to um, to have your desire to to have your desire in alignment with the highest good, with the divine will. And angels, well, you can ask the angels to help you. Angels are sort of um, they're a little bit different than the guides. They are um, 
Then, well, I know some uh, metaphysical teachers teach, um, they uh, say different things, but again, I will stand on what I believe to be true, that the angels mm-hmm. there from higher dimensions and they do not incarnate into matter. So they will they, they have never incarnated as humans and they they're sort of like creators, messengers and, and they're healers and they will always come when asked and help to heal you and send you love. As they come from higher dimensions of love and light, they are unable to really feel and understand what it is to be human. They can send us love and healing and help to guide us through certain periods of life. They are essential when it comes to spiritual work as they send vital light and love to help heal our energetic bodies and activate the light body, repair its structures, help even help with some silly things um, like um, shopping list. Or um, you can ask angels at anything, anything. And without their help, spiritual transformation would be, I believe, will be ex- extremely slow and if possible at all. So, and there are different nope. types of angels with specific tasks, and it doesn't nope. you don't have to know the names of all, all of them, but um, for example, a certain group of angels play a huge role in pregnancy and birth, and if you tune in to, let's say, a pregnant woman with your awakened third eye, you will actually see and feel a huge amount of gold light around her, which is the light of these angels. Because incarnation into matter is a very hard process for the incoming spirit, and these angels are vital for the process. And in the last 30 years, a huge number of angels and other beings have begun to help with our spiritual awakening and our transformation here. And prior to this, it was far more difficult to make real progress because the energy needed to transform and activate our energy bodies weren't here for us. And 30 years ago, it was, let's say, extremely hard for an experienced meditator to have a past life experience. But now, because they would have to meditate away for the city for days, but now with the help of so many angels and other beings, it it has become very easy for even a total beginner to have a past life experience firsthand. And um, yes, um, you you can help. You can ask the angels and. How do you know what's for your highest good? Well, sometimes we, do, we desire things that aren't for our highest good, and those things come from our wounded ego structure that build up on our um, childhood experience. And sometimes we ask because of our unhealed wounds for some, we have those desires. But normally, um, if the if you ask the guides and <laughs> if you if you guy um, Let's say you ask the guys you want a million dollars. So they might not help you to achieve that because it might not be for the, your highest path. <laughs> so if they are helping you, if you see that there is a divine orchestration, there's some some um, help, like you could possibly see how the, the events in your life unfolding and there's some kind of a divine presence making all those events, you can be certain that these beings are helping you on the other side. And I have validation for that so much in my life. You can even, if you don't believe, um, and I understand um, where people are coming from, but you can ask for proof, like ask, show me proof that you're here and you're helping me. And 
ask for some silly things like I was looking for something in the store and I said listen uh, why am I <laughs> like let's angels help me and that thing was right there right in front of me as soon as mm-hmm. as soon as I asked the angels to help me so you can ask for proof proof like this and they will show you that they are there to help you now what um you know going back to an earlier question um how can you tell when you're dealing with uh, these beings uh, higher dimensional beings what dimension they're in they're, um, well, in my point of view, uh, the beings exist in, uh, from the first to the ninth dimension, and those are dimensions of matter. Um, they mostly will be um, above the third, uh, the third dimension, so they will be, um, I would say, fifth dimensional and above. And how can you tell what dimensions? Well, the higher the message, the higher the dimension, but I would even... Um, stuck in numbers here it depends on what's the messages what the information and how practical and helpful is to you because there are some guides that can uh, say things that seems to be profound but say really nothing of value because the guide here is the guides are not interested to build up your ego so if you go and the guide um, tell you that you are you were in past life, you were Cleopatra, or you are 12th degree dimensional Arcturian spaceship commander. Mm-hmm. You know, how does that help you in your life? Um, the, the guides, want, they want to help, they want to give a practical information on how to bring your, um, your light, how to incarnate your higher self, how to transform spiritually here now on this planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, their message is very expansive. It it makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you, it gives you hope. It it it's just uplifts you. That's how you know you are with the higher dimensional guide. Now, in your uh, personal experience on a day to day basis, are you always attuned to your uh, higher dimensional beings? Uh, that's question one. The second part of that is: are they, are are they the same beings? Can you just you know, turn it on and turn it off at will. Uh, how how do you incorporate this gift into your life? There are um, definitely times where they're more strongly present, and that's the time when I um, do the relaxation and meditation. And I believe that um, a lot of people would get this $1 million idea when they're in the shower. Sure. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's, or um, in their dream state, on in their deep, trance or meditation on theta where the basically where our our conscious mind we shut it off and then we can hear better what's the Mm -hmm. other side trying to guide us how about if you uh you go to the supermarket and you look around at people can you say wow that person uh, has an illness or this person is going to get a divorce or this person is going to become you know governor do you have any you know can you just uh, this person is a good person this person i can't trust you know, yeah. something's troubling this person. I mean, is it that? I mean, it, I, I, if, if so, I would think it's a gift, but it's also a, I don't want to say it's a burden, but it's like, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot to have on your plate. Definitely. It's both. And um, it's, it's sometimes very overwhelming, but that connection comes through the awakened third eye when um, I actually see other people um I can read their energy without them saying anything, and I can see what's going on in their life. And basically, what's going, most importantly, what's uh, 
going on in their mind. But that's not coming from the guide or from the angels. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually can ask angels to to come with me and help me in certain things or the guides to guide me in certain direction. But um, to tune into people, I use my third eye when I do readings or um, mm-hmm. I do help people with their um, uh, struggles. But I do um, give when the guides are present. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to in supermarket and tell people. I know some mm-hmm. psychologists, sure, some people do. They mm-hmm. come to in supermarket and start tell, telling you things. And, you know, I wouldn't listen to those people anyway, sure. but I don't do those things. I don't come to help unless I asked. Now, um, you also talk about uh, ETs, and it's interesting because I've been watching Gaia TV, and this is a disclosure series that very controversial, but um, basically it talks about so many different types of ETs that – you know, there's different types of ETs that are that are around the Earth, that have been on Earth, that have been in our in the Moon, Mars, Saturn, everywhere outside outside our gal. That this that our solar system is is you know is just a small piece of it, and like so many other solar systems, that uh, there's ETs kind of have been around for ages and ages, and the fact that the Earth is at the core that's got a lot of water in it, and there's there's ETs, if you will, or ancient people, civilizations, ancient aliens, if you will, who are residing inside the earth. Have you, when you are dealing with ETs, have you dealt with w- what I'm talking about? Um, definitely. Um, extraterrestrials are, by definitions, any beings incarnated in the first to the ninth dimension that can um, actually come from a planet other than Earth. So, there's an amazing variety of life in the universe, and the number of life forms is nothing short of a miraculous. So there mm-hmm. are civilization and cultures living on and within many planets, as you said, all over the universe. And they come in all shapes and sizes, such um, as insects-like giants, let's say, dolphin or other mm-hmm. humanoid beings. And in all of the nine material dimensions, there's birth and death experiences. A being incarnates into the life form and eventually leaves. So in higher dimensions, it is not uncommon for beings to live for thousands of years or even hundreds of thousands. And Mm -hmm. on these planets and in the dimensions inhabited by such long-lived beings, you would find places of amazing harmony and spiritual knowledge. To, uh, and a lot us. further technology, a more advanced technology, where I guess uh, oh, yes, you know portals and uh, you know much more. Uh, I mean, we're probably very prehistoric compared to the more advanced civilizations out there. But they advanced in in the way in uh, they are spiritual advanced, so they mm-hmm. use their technology in differently. And to us, these worlds would seem like heaven. And in a sense, they are, and compared to our lives on Earth, almost the entire universe is a heaven from a, of course, from a dualistic point of view. Now, but so, go ahead. It's, I would say it's quite possible for humans to incarnate on other planets in between lives on Earth. And it's also possible for extraterrestrials to incarnate here for a life, and this has occurred many times throughout history. However, there is a group of beings who make up the human race, and these are the ones who make up the vast majority of people here. 
and some people who have recently incarnated on other planets may have strange memories of such a place and uh, know well that it was another planet. And they may be able to telepathically connect with beings from the other uh, planet or maybe in dreams by these beings. Mm-hmm. It's not just the angels and guides that are helping us, but also many extraterrestrials from many different planets and dimensions. The connections, although formed through a few of us having lives on other planets, help ground some of the forces from various planets and dimensions um, here on Earth. And there are many extraterrestrials around the Earth at the moment in various spaceships and the like. Many are in higher dimensions, and so they cannot be seen, but they are also that can become third-dimensional. And these extraterrestrials are mostly here to help us to shift into the fifth dimension and to see what has been happening here on Earth. We have been involved in something never tried before, and as the result, um, will affect the entire universe. So we have, as you said, we have aliens all around us, and many of us actually can have connection with certain groups. These groups are here to help us and use what they know about healing to help heal our subtle bodies. Um, During meditation and sleep, you may actually be visited by various extraterrestrials and they will help heal you and speed up your spiritual transformation. And as you said um, at the beginning, most ETs, um, well, I would believe that most ETs are good and are here to help us, but there are some that are not good. And again, if extraterrestrials comes to you and you are not sure about its intentions, simply ask, are you of the light and working for the divine plan? And if it is not or does not answer, tell it to go away, and it will, because, there again, there are rules about free will, and even seemingly bad extraterrestrials will respect your uh, free will. Mm-hmm. Uh, in what instance would you contact be in a contact with an extraterrestrial versus a guide um guides again uh, those beings who have been incarnated before on earth and uh, they may be incarnated with you in your past life and you may know each other from past life and guides agreed they have an agreement to guide you through your lifetime i see i see yeah extraterrestrial okay. They're um, they're all uh, they're all helpful beings. Extraterrestrials have their, as you say, they have a technology. They know a lot more about healing. They know a lot more. They're uh, not disconnected as we humans are disconnected from our um, higher selves. Um, they they are not disconnected. They are very well. Know, um, they are aware of the Creator. They know who they are, and they have. Um, they are very not only technologically advanced, but they spiritually advanced because of that. Okay. Uh, you also mentioned Natalia animals and our connection with them, and I know I've read about and heard about. You know, if there's fairies and goblins and all of this, depending on uh, dimensionality, if you will. Uh, t- talk to us a little bit about your experience in that area well interesting you know animals are far more than meets the eyes and most actually come from other areas of the universe and in certain respects there are extraterrestrials incarnated on earth you can look at them that way 
Um, <laughs> the I body. Think so with my cat, with my cat, I think so. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the bodies that they inhabit on their home planets may be completely different to their bodies here, or maybe very similar. As humans, we are involved in reincarnational cycle on Earth. So each group of beings throughout the universe has their own reincarnational cycles, and. Um, the beings of each cycle have a similar consciousness and have similar personalities, right? So they are expressing a part of the creator simply by being themselves. And all life is evolving to a certain extent. And so as each group continues its incarnation, gradually changes and becomes more of itself. So individuals can incarnate into different cycles for a life. Like if you if you would like to be a cat in the next life, you potentially can. And then they return to their cycle. Even mm-hmm. they can leave their cycle and join another if they desire to do so. But generally, groups tend to stay together. And the reason for this is that the individuals in a group all have a connection to the same being of higher consciousness. For example, all humans have higher selves, which... Um, have higher selves, which have higher selves, will eventually meet with each other. And we are, in fact, expression of a huge being that incarnates through all of us. And the same goes for other civilization and other groups of beings, including animals. So what's the best way for uh, the regular day-to-day person to contact their higher self to get in li- in alignment in truth with their in alignment with their truth and in touch closer touch with their higher self. What can people do? Uh, shall I just continue on a little bit about the animals? Yeah, sure. Yes, please. Um, so it was necessary for us to have connections to all areas of the universe and all types of consciousness. So the animals are beings from all over the universe incarnating into life forms here. Okay, okay. And you can actually tune into an animal, including insects and birds and mammals and fish, and you can follow the consciousness of the animal to wherever they come from. If you, Of course, you're, you need to have your third eye awaken, and this will make uh, much more vivid. But anyone can look at animal and get a feel of its consciousness. It is important here to understand that the animal spirit or higher self comes through its light body and which, like our light body, doesn't shine through um, with perfect clarity. And like us, animals do have emotional body, which incarnates through the etheric and the physical body. And the light body only has a tiny part actually incarnated in the physical. And this part is abstracted by the emotional, which is astral body. So to see the being behind the animal, so the higher self and the connections to the higher consciousness, you you can actually follow its column above its head. Animals are, in fact, in greater contact with their higher selves than humans. Mm-hmm. They know okay. where they come from. And you can imagine your cat while asleep. They dream of their home planet and maintain a conscious connection even while awake. So the connections held by animals on Earth have been essential for the work we have been doing. They are like grounding rods for high spiritual forces of light and consciousness. And, of course, um, they may seem 
to be less evolved than humans, but if you were to see them on their home planets and in their multidimensional bodies, you may realize that they are, in fact, very advanced. They have incarnated here into bodies that are very restricted and very much controlled by the instincts of the Mm -hmm. lower self, I would say, called lower self, as we reside in third dimension where matter is extremely dense. So remember that it is only a small part of them that resides within the body and as the instincts take control of their body in most situations. So many people conclude that animals are of a lower consciousness than us. But this is an illusion which was important for our purpose on Earth. So tuning Mm -hmm. into animals actually is probably the easiest way to awaken your spiritual senses and begin to feel the various higher forces that are a part of our world. All animals resonate with vast beings of higher consciousness and are but a part of this being in the third dimension. Now, how about the, the, you talk about, you know, activating the third eye, and I think based on our collective experience here on uh, Earth and our density, our lower density, uh, if you will, um, I think it's been challenging for people to activate the pineal gland. How how can people do that? Yeah, I guess one way would be to kind of uh, get in touch with your animal friends, but uh, is there other ways? Yes, the third eye in human is often blocked by chaotic mental body, which is, um, and it's uh, crystallizations, or I would say all this belief system. It's like a cloud of energy over the third eye, if you can imagine a cloud blocking yeah. third eye clarity. And mm-hmm. even when you begin awake in the third eye, visions and perceptions will continue to be distorted by the mental body, so it can take a long time to gain clear vision and clear psychic abilities. But often, um, I would say, often psychics who have an awakened third eye have not cleared their emotional body and their mental body, and so their perceptions are distorted by their own emotional makeup and state of mind. So I would say, if you want, uh, well, there is a technique I teach in my courses, how to awaken the third eye. Mm-hmm. But, um, of course, um, well, you can do it on a physical level of cleansing, cleaning up your diet and um, getting rid of sure. fluoride. But on the, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you know, but um, then you need to work energetically on opening the third eye through certain practices and meditations. And um, the other thing is to clearing, cleaning, clearing your emotional body, your core wounded um, woundings and working um, I work with crystals, and they open me up um, tremendously. So you can actually um, start sleeping with crystals. I, w- I would tuck them under the pillow and wear I them. Do it. I do it. I've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> so that's another one. And I think too. it helps. I really I, – I don't know what it does exactly, but it seems to – uh, open up my mind or whatever. I have more lucid dreams. And uh, yeah. if yeah. I do some affirmations before I go to sleep, I actually yeah. have very positive dreams. And and those affirmations, you actually, by that's what you do with clearing your mental body with, which called mm-hmm. uh, in metaphysics is called cheetah mental body, which around your head, so sort of an envelope around your head. And mm-hmm. those 
characterizations, the filters, I would say those traumatic experiences that happens, those are our belief system. And the affirmations that you work with, um, they are replacing the broken sort of, a, um, I call them illusions, the belief system that are just been implanting in you or you adopted, uh, you know, in your traumatic experiences. So you replace them with affirmations. So you are cleaning up all those um, illusions, illusions belief system and you're placing them, uh, the one that you want to work with, the affirmations by their side. Okay. Um, this is Guys Guys Radio, your host Robert Manny. My special guest is Natalia Estar. We're talking about her, her uh, experience, her journey, her communication with higher dimensional beings. You have a website called My Temple of Healing and I went through, you have a free seven day uh, course basically where you have like kind of a a little bit of a write-up on some things to do every day uh, to kind of clean yourself up. It talks about the diet, talks about cleaning up, helping to clear out emotional wounds. I have to tell you something very interesting, uh, Natalia. I, uh, uh, a couple of years ago, I, uh, I was running and I had a pain in my left side and uh, I ended up going into the, uh, see the doctor, Western doctor, and uh, they found I had a growth on each kidney I had it taken care of and I've had no problems since. But I always wanted to get to the bottom of it, and um, I had one of the guests on my show did kind of remote viewing, and she, she sent me a write-up. And then I decided, based on talking to a guy by the name of Dr. Amit Goswami, he said, you know, you might want to check with the Innovative Medicine Ayurvedic doctor. So I went. Uh, it took me about a year to get there, but I finally went, and I got a, a reading on that. And the two, the two uh, write-ups I got were almost identical and the mm-hmm. treatment that I'm going to go into is is a is re, is related very. It has everything to do with what you write about in your Temple of Heal, Healing tips. <laughs> okay, so what is it? Can I ask what is it related to? Well, it's related to. I wanted to get to the source of, you know, Western medicine is great. Something's yeah. wrong with you. They can take it out or whatever. And the technology is amazing. And I, my life was probably saved that way. But I want to know, well, how, how do you get something like this? And I was told it's sporadic. And I don't believe things are sporadic. I mean, I think I believe in cause and effects. So I figured, yeah. well, there's something, there's something inside of me, either my energetic body, my physical body. There's things going on that have created situations that things have manifested. And I've got to get back to my perfect I'm not going to say this correctly, but my DNA has to be tweaked or whatever. So my system gets back to functioning the way it originally functioned, because if something's off a little bit, you know, let's say your liver and kidneys are not eliminating waste fast enough. Mm-hmm. That can have an effect on all different areas of your body and it could manifest in chronic diseases. Definitely. But according to IU Veritic Medicine, you can you can address that, and kind of what you're writing about seems to be coming from the same space. Is that true or not? Yes, there. Um, I use herbal healing and uh, healing with natural remedies, uh, definitely in um, supplements and vitamins. But again, um, if there this is adrenal, um, if that. Oh, that feels like an adrenal um, understanding of that's the adrenal is our life force. 
so where you're burning yourself up. If you run and run and burn yourself up, then the kidneys, the adrenals will suffer. Mm-hmm. So um, you, you can use Chinese herbs. Uh, they're great for um, increasing your life force for your um, adrenal, but to cleanse, it would make sense to do a cleanse once or twice a year to just cleanse the liver because the liver is a major elimin- eliminating right. organ in the body. So it just makes sense, especially with the pollutants that we have currently. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's definitely we need to do more of a preventive, preventative medicine that's just to heal the symptoms. Okay. Um, so your website for everybody uh, out there is mytempleofhealing.com? Yes, mytempleofhealing.com, all one word. And they can join and they receive the free email course from Healing to Mastery in seven, in seven days where they actually can learn how to, how to progress from self-healing to actually um, see this thread of why they have manifested mm-hmm. certain and how does that help them to becoming masters in their lives instead of um, being at, um, at cause and being a victim or being sick or being um, in that disaster okay. situation. Now, we have a minute or two here, so let me uh, – this is my, my, my host privilege, I like to call it. Since we've been on the phone for an hour – can you give me a little reading? Sure. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, I got, you know, I just pulled a card for you, and I got also an um, empowerment card for you. And the card basically saying that you are more powerful than you realize. And it is safe for you to be powerful. So em- embracing your own power that you actually do have. And the other one I got for you is support. So you have a support of all what we've been talking about today. <laughs> They're just confirming. So you do have this uh, support from other higher dimensional beings, from the angels and extraterrestrials and the guides. And on this card, if you could see this card there, all of these beings are standing and looking at the earth. So know that you have support, so reach out. And um, you've been saying that you your show is growing, and now um, it's for you to feel that sort of you are actually feel like you're getting them becoming more powerful. So just accepting that it is safe to be more powerful, and um, use it with responsibilities. Oh, fantastic! That's very nice. Well, thank you so much, and thank you, you know, for being our guest. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I have a lot of other questions, but you, we've covered a lot tonight. But maybe, uh, maybe I can invite you back if that's okay. At some point, um, let's get you back, and maybe we'll we'll focus on a specific topic and uh, take it from there and really drill down a little bit more. Would you like that? Sure, sure. You can reach out to me. Yes. Okay, great. Well, listen. Um, where can everybody find you besides you know the website? What else do you have that you want to, uh, you know, take take the floor here and whatever you want to talk about uh, to uh, engage people to get them to follow you? They can actually join me on Facebook, Natalia S. Star on Facebook, Natalia with double T. And um, I also uh, will start a course on intuitive development, how to develop your um, 
psychic abilities, your subtle senses, how to um, open up your third eye. Um, and the course will start March 15th. So by um, coming to my website, you will find more information about that. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's been, I'm, I'm glad I, you know what I was thinking about say like, how did I, how did I find Natalia? And I think I just found you on Facebook and I reached out to you. So uh, and, and you might re- remember differently, but I think that's how we met. And I'm so glad we did. And it's been great just corresponding with you and then learning about what you do from going through uh, your Temple of Healing kind of seven-day mini healing course and then finally getting you on the show. And it's been just such a pleasure. So thank you so much. Oh, it's been my honor to be your guest. Thank you very much. All right. Fantastic. Okay, everybody, that's been our special guest, Natalia Estar. So, as I promised you uh, at the beginning of the show, I'm going to quickly do my Guys, Guys Guide for the week. Every week at the end of the show or at the beginning of the show, at some point, we have a feature called Guys, Guys Guide. And I base this on kind of one topic that I usually cover in my uh, weekly blog, which should come out probably tomorrow. And uh, actually, my producer, uh, a really terrific guy by the name of Ryan Gilpatrick, every once in a while, he'll send me some. I call him my favorite millennial. He sends me topics. Uh, he goes, you might want to write about this or talk about this. And he said, why don't you talk about how you kind of got to where you are with your 200 first radio podcast. So um, I started writing about what I've learned. And then I actually turned it into a little bit of a tutorial to show that if anybody out there is interested in doing this, it's, it's something that anybody can do, but it's not for everybody. That's one of the biggest learnings I've had. Um, Anybody can do a podcast nowadays. You need, uh, if you want to do it properly, you need a microphone and a computer and a service provider, but, and a concept, but to do it, to really do it the right way, it's similar to writing a book. If you want to be a writer, it has to be something that you have to do, not something that you like to do or want to do, something that you really compelled, that you're passionate about, that you have to do. And I'd suggest it's the same thing for the podcast. If you really have something you feel strongly about, you have a message that's out there for the highest good of everybody, and you're willing to go through the slow journey of building an audience, getting guests, honing your skills as a host, sticking with any technical difficulties and getting beyond them that you may have. Every once in a while, a guest, you know, has a problem, they can't show up, they get sick or whatever, knowing how to, how to be flexible on the fly. If you can get through all of that and you really believe in what you're doing, I'd say go for it launch your own podcast. There's lots of them out there. But if not, I'd say don't do that. The other big thing I've learned is that, you know, I've had so many spiritual uh, teachers on the show. I've gotten a free education from over 200 people, whether they be dating coaches, wellness experts, fantasy sports experts, entertainers, uh, spiritual people, metaphysical teachers, healers, And all of the people in the kind of healing metaphysical area, it's just like with religions. If you boil down a religion to the bottom, they're all pretty much about the same thing. And that's the same message I've gotten from all of my healers, everybody out there. They're saying similar things in different ways. And it's all good. And it always, to me, comes down to the one issue. And that is we have a choice throughout our lives between choosing from a position of love or its position of fear. That's as simple as that. That's what things come down to. And if you can keep that in mind through every day and choose from position of love whenever you can, 
this will be a better world because each individual person can affect so many people out there and we can make it better. So that's my thought for this evening. That's our guys, guys guide. I appreciate you being on the show. I'm going to do my outro with our music from, and I need to do a shout out because they gave me this theme song, a band called Noba led by a guy, uh, Dave Baziri, who was a former colleague of mine. And I love the song. It's called Uninspired, but I'm very inspired. And I like, as I like to say at the end of every show, guys, guys, finish first. See you next week. <laughs>